Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to have an encounter with the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Episcopal Sister Joy Philippe Bruce. Sister Joy is a daughter of Bishop Doug Heward Mills and currently pastors the Ayodiasi branch of the First Love Church, a thriving church with young energetic people full of first love for the Lord. She's also a Macarius minister under the Doug Heward Mills ministry office and travels extensively holding pastors' conferences, taking the books of Bishop Doug Heward Mills to the nations. We believe this message will empower, equip, and give you direction for your life. Now listen to Sister Joy Philippe Bruce. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Give him a shout. I know you can do better than that. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's our Thanksgiving Sunday. I don't want you to sit down for a moment. You know, many times God hears our complaints. Is it not true? Wake up in the morning and then we are like, and this, and that, and that. And that, am I talking to you? Tell anybody, mommy's talking to you. Mommy's talking to you. <laughs> so for once, for one Sunday today, I want you to just think about the good things he has done. Year 2018 was called the our year of good things. Our year of good things by our father. And I want you to think about the good things he has done for you. Some of you this time last year, you didn't even know God. You are not giving your life to him. Are you there? Yeah. Some of you, this time last year, you were in a relationship you should not have been in. And the grace of God has removed you from your manifestation of foolishness and has restored you to sanity and has made a human being out of you. Hey, are you there? m and You see, when I said it, some of you are like, oh, but thank God. So take up, just take a moment. Some of you last year this time, you were broke. And this year, this time, you are still broke. But the strange thing about it is that you have not died. You have not been blown away. I mean, somehow, in the middle of all the brokenness and not having, God has kept you in spite of it. Come on, thank him. Find some words to thank him. Yeah, find some words to thank him. Some of you, the exams you should have got, free flight from France flowing freely according to your energy levels but by the grace of God somehow 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 I just want you to just actually thank God don't look around it's not time to look around yeah when it's time to look around I'll tell you right now just thank him we're just gonna thank him for a few minutes even as a church we have been blessed we never knew that we could have church under a tent. Hey, he has kept us. We thank him. We never knew that we could build. We thank him. I have so many personal things to thank him for. What about you? Thank him. Some of you by center leaders, you didn't know how you were going to do it, but you have done it. Thank him. Hallelujah. Lord, we are grateful. 
a year ago by now some of us didn't know that we'll be in the university you have brought us we thank you some of us didn't know that we would have finished school and found a job we thank you some of us didn't know anything about what was ahead of us but you have brought us through another year a year of good things we can only say thank you thank you that even when waters were against us you didn't allow us to drown you didn't allow the enemy to triumph over us you didn't allow the mockers to get the better of us we thank you and thank you that you have kept us up until now our lives are still in your hands oh god and as we say thank you we remember your goodness to us and we give you praise thank you lord for everything for even the things that didn't look good we thank you because your word says that everything is working together for our good and as we look through our lives lord we can see that it is true we give you all the praise in jesus name and all the saints shall say amen god bless you take your seat hallelujah if your neighbor was somebody who wasn't dancing tell your neighbor that look i shock some of them are waiting for disco and dance some two are waiting for stadium you want to dance over a football club shame on you you want to shout over a pig skin that has been treated and made into a ball but you don't want to dance and shout over what god has done for you tell your neighbor i shock i shock self i'm shocked at you hey uh, you see, is that I don't like dancing. Oh, oh, please don't start. Don't start. Hallelujah. Well, this is our um, last gathering service before holidays. It doesn't mean that we are closing, that we never close. There's a gathering service next week as well. It's just that many of you would have gone home, but there is still a gathering. Hallelujah. Amen. And some of you who are going home, when you go home, you use it as an excuse to backslide. That's what you have been doing. But this time, it's not going to be like that. And the reason is because as we have been talking about the quiet time, I'm believing God that as you go, you will have your quiet time. Hey. Amen. Are you there? Many times I choose... Many times as the year is ending, I try to choose a book that I will use as part of my quiet time. Amen. In addition to the scriptures that are, you know, that come through our Father's daily devotional. I don't mind what devotional you use. Just use a devotional because it helps you. Are you with me? Even on a hot day, on a day when you don't have time to think, what do I want to read? It just gives you something so that every day you are reading. Is that okay? Every day you are reading a part of the Bible. Reading the word of God, the Bible says that it's working on you line upon line, precept upon precept. You won't see the, what it is making out of you until one day. It's like the food that you eat. When you drink a cup of milo right now, we can easily ask what's the use. If you eat a plate of rice right now, you can easily say, and so what? But if you like, don't eat it. Are you there? In about three, four days, we will, you will begin to see what is going on. <laughs> Amen. How many of us, when you were growing, you were aware that you were growing? As a rule, no. 
The semester passes. Somebody says, hey, you have grown tall. But you yourself, yeah. Sometimes you go and take your trousers, but then you wait, and then when it is above the skies, they say, ah, that's when you realize that you are put on height. And that's exactly how your spiritual growth is. So as you are having your quiet time every day, you may not necessarily be seeing that I've gained some spiritual muscle. In fact, by the way, put your hands together for the film stars. I enjoyed especially those two spirits that came to stand. One blind and not knowing where it's going and the other one, Charlie, may your spirit be like that. Take tall, tall, take tall. That no matter how big you are physically, your spirit is bigger than that. Amen. But it comes from what you're doing daily, just like your size is from what you are eating daily. I noticed some of the young ladies, you have picked it as a fashion. I don't like eating. You also want. <laughs> oh, but it's true. Then we'll be there. As happened here one day. We finished a nice Tuesday service. I was not here. I was somewhere. Then I got a text. This person has collapsed. And there was panic. I said, please, don't, no, no panic. Ask her. Ask her when last she ate. You will not eat. Then you expect your body to function. That's why your brain is not working. It needs food. It needs food, I'm telling you. Please, if you are sitting by a sister, sister, are you the type they are talking about? Tell your sister that you are not impressed by this so-called starvation. You are not impressed at all. At all. Ah, Amen. The brain needs the food to work. Ah. <laughs> In fact, that's why you were not dancing. You didn't have energy. Ajay. But anyway, last year, I remember using this book, How You Can Become a Strong Christian. For a full year, I used it as my quiet time. So when I finish what I'm doing, then I open, then I read something. Uh, you are surprised. Hey, why are you surprised? The whole year, are you are in a hurry going where? You are not reading it to please somebody. You. It's like saying that you are eating food and you have just opened your... No. You take your time and eat it. Yeah. So I was taking my time and eating it. If I want to read it, the, the chapter again, I'll read it. If I want to read just a letter, paragraph. Are you there? I was so blessed. So if you have not already done a study on this, I want to recommend it to you. Get a copy. Buy it and use it. That's why we sell it as cheap as five cities. Uh, please, uh, Russell, where are you? Am I saying the right thing? It's true. Uh, let me say before they will say that. Yeah. <laughs> are you here? Get a copy every day. Open something because it's going to put something into you. Amen. The central scripture here, First Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. Yeah. Look at your face. Yeah. It says, "Be ye steadfast." unmovable. Some of you, any wind that is passing, you are moved. Any wind. Somebody is selling oil. The oil, they say, it is yellow. You are going to buy some. Somebody is selling cow urine. You go and buy some. Don't say, hey, like you are not inside. Ah. When they carry you to those places, what, what, what do you think you are doing? Ah. Yeah, but you are moved because you see a problem has come to move you. Some of you who are shouting, hey, it's because you haven't seen a certain kind of problem before. So when you see the problem and then you don't know your word and you don't know your God, you are easily moved because the problem, the pro look, a problem can easily make you fall down. Are you in the church or you have traveled? Yeah. Amen. 
Some of you, this holiday cry, when they have told you where you are going to spend your holiday cry, you have already started getting diarrhea. <laughs> See, in this village, hey, the witches. Hey, last time when I came here, I saw a fireball. Listen, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. If you are a Christian, you are just working with the Lord. It's not in vain. The next time you see the fireball, chase it. Oh, a friend of mine saw one. The witches were very sad. Hey, we were staying somewhere. And every night, all of us knew that, Charlie, if you're not asleep by 9, 9 p.m., you go outside after 9, you will see things. So as a rule, we didn't test our Christianity. We just wouldn't go out after 9, after everybody was asleep and it was dark. Then this friend of mine got married to this guy. And the guy said, you said what? After 9, I'm going to see. We said, oh, brother, why are you going to see? He said, ah, how can I be flying by night when I'm around? <laughs> I'm telling you a true story, oh. I'll tell you a true story. Hey, we were there the next morning when his wife, my friend, came to tell us. She said, look, she was in the house where she had, in the name of Jesus, the guy was chasing the fireball. <laughs> and some people don't know what a fireball is. The belief is that witches flying by night, you know, you see them, <laughs> whether it's true or not, I don't know. So please don't write me a text. I don't know. I don't know. Hallelujah. But this year, or the coming year 2019 this is the book i am going to be studying it's called it is a great thing to serve the lord it's a great thing to serve the lord hallelujah why am i going to be studying it because i think that the book is exciting are you there chapter one who is a servant of god then chapter two it's a great thing to serve the lord then it quotes all things shall be added unto you so the book is a study in the blessings that come to somebody serving God. Uh-huh. And some of you are saying that, hey, but I've been serving God. I have not seen. Take the book. Study it. You see, some things, if you came to ask, you would have received it. But you didn't ask. Because you didn't know. Or you are not getting my point. As I study it, I'm coming to ask for all. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to underline. Hey. <laughs> Says you will receive good wages. I'm coming to inspect my wages and see whether and it is good according to me. Uh-huh, according to me. Uh-huh. It may be good to you, but what is this? My salary. So are you there? I'm coming to look inside and see whether it says there will be a difference between those who serve the Lord and those who serve him not. Hey, next year I'm coming to compare me damn serving God. And my friends and family members who are not. I'm coming to check. Huh? I'm coming to check it. Foot by foot. Hey. If I see that even one looks ahead, I say, Lord. According to your word. Or you're not understanding what I'm saying. So you want to join me in this study at the end of the service. Please see the people. I don't even. Where, where's Millicent? I don't know. Dennis, Millicent, all these book people. I, don't, I can't even see one. Uh, Dennis is there. Okay. Oh, I said this here. Uh huh. See them and get a copy. Then we shall enjoy our Christianity next day. Or I don't know the theme our father will come with. I'm just showing you my quiet time book. Ah, brother, it says I will be protected. You see, on my road eh, where I live, there are these guys who are happy firing guns. 
They are very happy firing guns. The first night I was there, I said, ah, is it that I'm robbers room in the area free of charge or what? Then I discovered that they are the, uh, what do you call it? These uh, volunteers. Oh, I enjoy it. And I feel that they wait when my car enters the house, 12 p.m. Pew, pew. Then my husband will enter 1 a.m. Pew! It is such a nice feeling. If human beings walking around with guns can make me feel nice. I expect to feel much nicer when I see that I will have divine protection. Hey! Are you there or you have traveled? This holiday as you go home, you are going under divine protection. No evil shall befall you. No bus or car or plane or train or anything that moves that you are in will suffer any accident or any what attack just because you are in it. If you believe such things, collect it. Some of you, even when they are saying you can't receive your mind, oh, oh, hey, my boy. It's very sad when you are a Christian who doubts. Are you there? I haven't come to my topic yet. Today, there, look, we are here. Amen. You don't have exams tomorrow, so don't bring yourself. Okay, if you do, cry. Well, but I will be here. No, we will end so that you can go and learn. Hallelujah. But are you there? Your faith, when you, when you use it, it, it's something. Just this coming. When do we come back? Friday. When we're coming back on Friday, we left where we're staying, and I prayed as we were going. Then we stopped on the outskirts of the town because our pastors were there building. Are you there? So we stopped as we're about to leave. You can they don't know why I asked that thing, but as we got into the car to then turn to go, I said they should stop. Because the Holy Ghost said to me that I should ask one of the bishops there to pray for us. And the Spirit of God said, if he prays for you, something, there will be a different outcome. Are you there? Ah, because are we not all bishops? Hmm, look at your face. You are saying, hmm. <laughs> so, but there are bishops and there are bishops. Don't fool yourself at all. <laughs> Amen. So we turned the car and I asked him to pray for us. And he prayed. Two hours or so into the journey, we were moving towards Kumase. A saloon car. Whether he was flying or <laughs> Because the speed was... Yeah. Then I just heard senior who was driving say, Ay! Ay! And he, you know, instinctively ducked like that. As the guy... Look, his back tire. Pow! It flew out. It crushed our windscreen. It hits the back screen. As for his car, where it landed, I don't know. Yeah. Are you there? And we continued on the way. And then the Holy Ghost said, that's what I meant. Ah, yeah. I realized that, look, a car that cannot control itself, it can easily crash into you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, eh? Divine protection. Are you there? That's just one chapter. I look forward to studying this book. So get your copy. Um, but will you not give it to you free? Never. <laughs> Never. Mm, I don't mind what discounts we do, but free, they won't do. 
Mm. But don't you agree with me? Free, you won't read it. Yeah, when it comes free, you just take it and put it down. You feel that, oh. But today, I'm just going to round up on what we were talking about, the powerful effects of a quiet time. Last week, we started talking about this. I was sharing what happens to you. Amen? That's even what the film stars were trying to show you, that as you have your daily quiet time, something is growing. Your spirit is growing and becoming stronger. I shared with you about how when you have your quiet time every day, the word of God is a lamp, it's a light. So you don't knock yourself over so many things. Amen? Are you there? But today I want to just pick a certain group of good things that also happen to you when you have your quiet time. Hallelujah. Are you there? And I'm taking them in series. A daily quiet time brings inner healing. A daily quiet time brings healing to the body. Amen? Have you got the first one? Inner healing. Second one, healing to the body. There are two different things. Third one, it brings cleansing. Are you there? And fourth one, it removes depression. <laughs> it removes depression. Let's take them one by one. Inner healing. Inner healing. Psalm 107 and verse 20 says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions from their destructions. There are some of us who, based on things we've been through, things that have happened to us, there is an inner man, that's your spirit, that can, in a certain sense, be wounded. Are you with me? I don't want to start giving you bad examples, but the bad examples are a lot. The most common example some of us have are homes that are broken. When there's a divorce, the children pay. The children pay. Yeah, it's not meant to be that way. The parents don't intend it that way, but that, that's what happens. And, and, and some, of, some of these children now grow up with a lot of doubt. Say that things like, I won't marry because of that. Or get some kind of view. Are you with me? Are you here? Yeah. And you have been blaming your mother or your father. Please stop. They have enough issues without you blaming them. But rather begin to have your quiet time so that the Lord will heal the thing inside of you that has been destroyed by the experience that you had. Amen. Are you with me? And now, nowadays that there's so much depravity around, I find that there are so many, both girls and boys, who have been raped by a family member. That too does something. To you it does something are you here yeah. uh, tell your neighbor don't do your face like you are not inside <laughs> if you are not inside eh, just thank god because it's not something that anybody plans yeah and when you go and say cry they don't believe you which adds to the problem yeah so now i'm saying to you concentrate on your your quiet time because as you're concentrating your quiet time that word which is entering you begins to resolve some things within you and it brings a certain inner healing with it some of you your funny way of behavior is because of an inner healing you don't have yeah hey you are quiet there's no normal human being that you knock on the door and they'll say what that thing, that thing is a sign that you are not well somewhere. That hostility, it's come from something. Yeah, it's come from something. 
Hey. You didn't know you were inside. Is it normal? Somebody has knocked on your door. Oh, hello. My, um, my name is... Ah, I'm saying hello. Hello to... Can it be something to quarrel about? But as we have come to call, look at your behavior. <laughs> who that? What do you mean by who that? <laughs> are you here? Hey. Is it church that you are coming for? Why? You are waiting for the fetish people to come. I know you thought you were being cool. I'm saying to you that it's not coolness. You're not well. Because the normal response to good morning is good morning. That's the normal response. The normal response is not what? (laughs) So that hostile stand that you take is a sign. It comes about because of these invisible things that have happened within you. Those of you who are pastors and those of you who handle people, never be afraid of it. When you see it, just say to yourself that, Auntie Apple. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> hey, the church has become very quiet. Brothers, never fear again. A young lady who looks at you. Hey, hey, look at you. Hey, look at you. And look at me. What part of you think looks like me? You see, it's only a manifestation of her inner sickness. Yeah. Yeah. But by the power of the word of God, I said by the power of the word of God, you will be healed from it. Yeah. You know a guy that you don't need, you don't need to be rude. Oh, you don't need to be rude at all. Just say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not interested. You're a nice gentleman, I'm not interested. Finish. Finish. And you see, many times, eh, after life has gone for a while, you realize that the guy was not so bad after all. Yeah. And you want to come back. Yeah. But after you have done your, when you look at you, and you look at me, do I look as if I'm your type? You see, when you have done that thing, now there, there's no way to turn around. You are like somebody who has gotten into a room, gone and gotten angry, got up, walked out, and banged the door. And as you are going, remember that your phone is... <laughs> your phone is, is in the room. You will now be standing outside, <laughs> walking in circles, waiting for somebody who wasn't there when you manifested. Please, when you go, please get my phone for me. Oh, Archer. <laughs> If you had gone out, you are angry. Yes, if you had gone out and gently shut the door behind you, when you realize that your phone is, you should just knock, say, excuse me, and pick your phone. But as you are going, me, I don't like the things that you are doing. And so me, dear, I'm on my own, bang. Hey. Now, how to return? Hey. How to return? Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are you understanding something? And so different things happen. Not all is in the family. Some of us, the things that happen to us in school, various things, we need a healing on the inside. You are there, you can't trust anybody. It's not possible. It's because of something. Are you with me? It's because of something. You went through something, and something you said as a defense, Charlie, take your life. Just take your life. Look, trust only yourself. Don't trust anybody. Hey, fear a woman and die. Hey, all brothers are dangerous. Hey, you see, 
Look, nobody in this world can stand alone. Even Jesus, when he came, he looked for 12 disciples. Nobody, you can't stand alone. No, 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 no. You are not meant to stand alone. Hallelujah. So all those things, I'm just sharing with you that they come about because of various things that have happened. And I'm pointing to you and I'm saying to you that you need a certain inner healing. Some of you can't even believe God. It's true. When you have gone through certain things, you can't believe God. In your house, maybe they were bringing some funny people coming to say thanks. Okay, so you are going to drink the green water. And you see, so because of that, when you now meet a proper man of God, you can't easily trust. Because the ones you know, they were out for you this, your money, your this, your that. In some But as the word of God, as you appropriate the word of God into your spirit, he will just heal you. Push your neighbor and say, we are getting healed. We are getting healed. Hallelujah. Are you there? I talked about the fact that the second point I gave you, I said that a daily quiet time brings healing to the body. And this is one of the nicest scriptures in the Bible. Proverbs 4. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And medicine to all their flesh. Hey, if you have your own Bible, underline it. Proverbs 4, 20 to 22 incline your ear it's like allow yourself to be advised listen to incline your ear means to listen intently and then he says that he says attend to my words as you are having your quiet time that's what you are doing you are attending to the word of God before you begin to study some of you you imagine that you are busy it's an imagination oh yeah I'm saying you imagine because you waste so much time in other things you imagine that you are busy and you are so busy that eh, I cannot give God even a few hours on Sunday. I'm so busy. You, you, are, you are funny. You are funny. Because what the word will do for you, you will catch up even more. Yeah. It says, attend to my words. Then he says that, let them not depart from your eyes. Read it all the time. Keep it in the middle of your heart. Some of us, eh, the sickness that is doing us, is the word of God that would have cured it. But you haven't given yourself, you haven't given due diligence to it. And I want to share with you that you need to take some time and listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. Read the word of God. Amen. There's a very long article. That's why sometimes you should buy the book. If there are, I think there are some copies of it. But there's a long article here written by our, that our bishop wrote on a study done by unbelievers. It was a secular study. And the conclusion of the study was that those who believe and really believe they live longer then they checked yes they did a study thousands of people those who believe those who don't believe and those who believe always had a better outcome hey yeah and the reason is the word that's the reason yeah that's the reason something spiritual that's working on the inside of you are you here yeah hey hmm. Ajay, 
in a survey of 269 doctors at the 1996 meeting of the American Academy of Family Physicians, 99% said that they thought that religious belief could contribute to healing. When asked about their personal experiences, 63% of doctors said God intervened to improve their own medical conditions. These are doctors, the most skeptical of the lot. Now, because of what they've seen, they also feel that we have seen life. What do you say, God? They are saying 63% of them said in their own life, their medical situations, God intervened. Now, you have just come. And you, you have an opinion. Read the word of God and believe it. Hey, church has become quiet again on me. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Are you with me? Or you have traveled. You see, I forgot to mention one of the inner healing things I wanted to mention about with anxieties. That we're anxious about a lot of things. That's why you dress the way you dress. That's why you do the things you do. The word of God has a direct healing message for you. Yeah. Be anxious for nothing. Philippians 4, 6. But in all things, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests. Let your requests be made known to God. Then verse 7 says, and the peace of God that passes all understanding. You don't understand that scripture. When it says it passes all understanding, it means that you should have been worried, but you are not. Uh-huh. So the peace of God that passes all understanding to fill your heart and mind. So even before the thing has been resolved, peace has come. Some of you, when you are going to do your presentations, the way you shake, it's not good. The night before the presentation, you cannot sleep. Mm. When you go to do the presentation, you are there, you are there. You see, you need to, when you eat this verse, you will see that even though inside, no, yeah, will be, 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 be. Nobody can see. Nobody. And you just deliver the thing like that. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. Mm. I'm preaching. I'm talking to you about healing. Healing to your body. The word of God, it brings healing. Amen. Especially, and, and when the word is even spoken, it even seems to gain more power. So you can pick it from, as you are reading, you can get the word of God. As you are listening, you can get the word of God. Are you there? Yeah. yeah. I'm sharing a testimony with you. It's Thanksgiving service. Why not? <laughs> Many years ago, something happened to my heart. I didn't know about it until I traveled. And when I got to where I was going, you know, ladies, we always pack more than we need. <laughs> so my suitcase was very heavy, about 40 kilos. <laughs> That was before the days. Nowadays, if you are, if even they allow you 40 kilos, they will insist that you divide it in two. But at that time, that rule didn't exist. So if they say 46 kilos, you can put it into one case. When I arrived at the place and I took my luggage, I got to a place, I was going to take the steps, the, the, the steps to the train or the bus or whatever. And there was, you couldn't slide it down. I was forced to lift my 40 kilos. And as I lifted it up the steps, something just locked in my chest and it wouldn't let go. And I knew that trouble had come. Are you there? And I said, but Lord, if you are going to kill me, at least not here. I mean, Ghana is better. You kill me in Ghana. Here, dear. I mean, please. 
Somehow I managed to get through the meeting I had come for, but the thing was locked around my chest and it wouldn't break. Any doctor here will tell you that it's signs of a heart. Please, what I'm saying, is it true? It's not true. By the time I arrived at Kotoka Airport on my journey back, I knew that the trouble was trouble. Are you there? You see, it meant all my breathing was shallow. There was no, this thing you do, a deep breath, there was nothing like that. Yeah, I couldn't take a deep breath. By the time I arrived there, my feet were like that. I couldn't wear shoes. And I went to seek help. So I got down. I didn't go to Tamale where we're living. I went to, to Kolegono where the church was at the time. And I asked, now Bishop Ogo, then Dr. Ogo, I said, I need to see a doctor. And he just took one look at my feet. And then he said, I'll fix an appointment with a heart doctor for you tomorrow. So I went back. There was a convention. And I went to the convention so that I will meet him. Then I will get my um, appointment and all that. Throughout the convention, I was actually in bare, my bare feet. Even Chaliwate wouldn't work anymore. And I was standing there in my bare feet. And it was a miracle wave convention. Our father preached. And when he finished preaching, it was word of God. Do you understand? Uh -huh. Some of you like going to places where there's just excitement. But the excitement has to be based on word of God. So after a meal of the word of God that night, we stood up. It was praise and worship and then he'll move into miracles. But as we stood up, as soon as they sang the first line of the song, I heard something go and the band that had been around my chest for about a week and a half, it just broke. Hallelujah. Wait. I took my first deep breath without pain for the fall. This is like the first time in two weeks. I said, hey, I said, <laughs> I said, it's like something has happened. But I'm going to test it tomorrow. I know what I'll do to test it. So the following day, which was the day that I should be going to see the doctor, I hadn't gone. I didn't go. I came back to the church early for the convention. I remember Bishop Eddie had come. And I waited because I wanted to test something. By the church is a tower going up four and a half, four floors. So I waited for him to go. And then I began to run. I ran up first floor, second floor, third floor, fourth floor. No pain, no problems. Breathing normally. Yeah. Till today, I've not been back. I remember that night I went to testify. The swelling in the legs was still there because it says now the heart will now pump it, I mean, sort it out. And I remember as I stood there sharing the testimony, I saw Bishop look at my feet and look at Bishop Ogu. And then they mentioned, up to today I don't mention the, 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 the thing, I don't mention it so that it will not think it has lost its way and return. <laughs> But I'm talking to you and saying that there is healing. I don't know who you are. Some of you, you have accepted your chronic conditions. You have accepted your asthma. You, are, you even call it your asthma. You have accepted your migraines. You have accepted your allergies. You have accepted your headaches. But I'm preaching to you today and I'm saying to you that as you have your quiet time, the word of God will remove that condition from your life in Jesus' name. And if you believe it, you want to shout amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm almost done. Number three. 
A daily quiet time causes cleansing. You see, hmm. when you have lived a certain kind of life, your greatest problem is how to, to forget it. Yeah. How to forget it. Many women who, for instance, have had abortions. Yeah. Then they came to know the Lord. As they become adults, sometimes they come back and say, the thing is disturbing me. It's disturbing me. It's a human being I've removed, I've killed. It's disturbing. You see, and those things, it's not something you can just say, oh, what? It's okay. Ah, you didn't know. It's okay. It's you, it is a human being. It's true. It is something. Amen. But as you read the word of God and you sit by the word of God and you begin to believe the word of God, that is when you begin to accept what he says. If any man sin, he has an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sin. You've done wrong. Confess it. Says if you confess, he's faithful and just. To forgive us are you getting me and as you as you receive that word you begin to believe that you are forgiven i know brothers who have spoiled girls in their days yeah you see when you start spoiling girls sometimes those girls they curse you <laughs> then after now now that your sense has come back you are now shaking that hey jama hey that curse you know, Charlie. Hey, will it work are you with me Others too are just feeling guilty. It's the same thing. As you stay by the word, you begin to believe that you are washed clean. Hallelujah. The guys may have been 200 that you have slept with, but look, you have been washed clean. Don't say you are inside. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Some of you, anything that is passing is scared. You go and sleep with it. Oh. Some of you, any brother can be wearing anything, anything. Oh, Hannah, where did we go? Cry that the price was four for four CDs or two, two CDs. The girls were sleeping. Yeah, when you finish sleeping, with somebody two CDs, two CDs. Oh, oh, I mean, it's like it's like you are finished, but when you come before the word of God, it doesn't matter what that word will restore you hallelujah and will cleanse you and cause you to be as though it never even happened hallelujah do you believe the word of god yeah the bible says in john chapter 15 and verse 3 you are clean through the word which i have spoken to you and so maybe you are sitting somewhere on this grounds and that's your situation i want you to receive the cleansing power of the word of god that you are washed clean it's true you are a thief you used to steal <laughs> look the people i'm ministering to they understand what i'm saying they understand what I'm saying they know what it is to be walking around with the blueprint of your past and you see what the devil does is that when you now start to pull your life together and resemble a decent person that's when he flashes pictures of what you used to be maybe you have not been a drunkard who has slept in a gutter before yeah but when you have been one you see the lowest place you can fall you have drunk and now you don't know where you are. You wake up, they can't pick you from gutter. It's not 
simple. So when you have now begun to pull your life together as you are standing there, then he begins to give you your own personal... What? <laughs> yeah, like, like, as if you are watching pictures on your phone. <laughs> your own personal... He said, you see this one? This is where you fell in the gutter. Just at Tech Junction here. That's when you fell in the gutter. Have you seen? Look at how they were standing around you. Look at how you were walking around. Look at you. Eh? Look at how you were walking around. Half naked. You have removed all your... Dr- you see? And you see the pictures in front of you. And it has a way of removing your confidence. And, and, and making you feel like nothing. But when the word of God comes. Yes. Ah, you understand that you are clean. You are clean not because man says. If man clean anything. He would have been. He, anyway he would have charged you for it. <laughs> Thank God for the word of God. And that's why you see people like that. There's a certain man in Liberia. He used to eat human beings. Yes, during the the Liberian war. But as he gave his life to Christ, you know, he, he's preaching. He's preaching. And he would tell, they used to call him but naked. Because they said that the powers they have gone for, no. As they are going, first they must eat human hearts. And then you must go into the war without clothing. You see, if you have such a past, and now you are okay, and you come, we will remind you of your heart-eating days, human-killing days, walking around with your bottom <laughs> in the air. Yeah. But when the cleansing power of the word washes you, oh, I say when it washes you, you become a new creature. That's why the scripture is true. Second Corinthians five seventeen. It says that what all things are passed away. All things, behold, all things have been made, been made new. Yeah, that's the meaning of that scripture. It's been made new, and it is by the word. Hallelujah. The last one, a daily quiet time. It drives away depression. Too many of you are depressed. And if you are here like that, I came to tell you that you are depressed because you are not reading the word of God enough. No, I'm serious. That, look, as for things happening to depress you, they will always happen. They will always happen. This Friday when I was coming, <laughs> hey, as we have managed to arrive, we know that it is Christmas, Christmas what? I had just arrived in my house when I got a call. The call said that, oh, the iron rods, you know. <laughs> Not only say, <Sasa. laughs> they said we should go and find what? Bazawan. Uh, Four tons, 16,000 Ghana cities. I said, from where? Please ask your neighbor, where do we get 16,000 from? Where? Where is 16,000 lying that we are going to collect it? I said, ah. I don't understand what you are saying. 16,000 saying. For the way. Then I say, are you aware that the cement grano, as we've calculated, is 12,000 up until now. We have only half. We should now come and take the half of the cement, put it into iron rods. So when we finish, we'll be looking at the iron rods or what? Hey! Are you in the house? So I arrived in my house. I totaled the two bills. I said, iron rods plus cement. 28,000 cities, dear Lord. From where? And you see, we are past the point of no return. We can't go back. Ah, or you can't see we are past where we cannot return. So I was, I said, ah, wait, oh. So as I was coming, 
here. I was thinking, 28,000, Lord, you have to do something. I don't know what you do, but I have to do something. Only to arrive here and hear that the Carol's night. I, I, I remember telling somebody, I hope when I get there, I'm going to laugh and forget my problems. Only to arrive here and the Christmas light too has not arrived. This man that we have worked with, how many years, Pastor Junior? Three years we have worked with him. How many times? That morning cry, I was in the car when Zeto was talking to him during the week. Talk to him that morning. The man did that city. May God have mercy on him because Amen. that night I realized that if I opened my mouth, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you see, I thought you thought you had only, you are the only ones with problems. When I came here, me, I was depressed. As I arrived, I thought Lady Reverend Humi would be smiling at me. I came and met her depressed sitting here. Then this, my sister, you know, phlegmatics are very evenly tender, you know, tempered people. At least when we are all down, they are the ones who smile. When I came, she too. We ended up sitting in my office all depressed. <laughs> hey, are you in the house? In fact, after a while, we stopped talking. All of us were on our phone as if we don't have the phone. It was not in a proper phone. But you know, as we shook ourselves, push your neighbor and say, as we shook ourselves, hey, we arrived here Friday night. Was it not nice? Come on. Oh, I said, come on. By the time I finished my first laughter, I knew that God would do something. As I'm speaking, he has resolved the iron rods issue. Oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, pastor, how did he resolve it? Tell your neighbor there's something called ways and means from heaven. That says ways and means. May the Lord send ways and means your way. Ways and means. Hey. Are you there? Yeah. He began to resolve it. Hallelujah. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and does not return there but waters the earth and makes it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. The word of God, it brings coolness and refreshment. Ah so that you can see your way forward. I've only said these things and shared it with you for you to see that everybody has situations. Right now as we are here, some people, when they leave here, lunch they don't know, supper too they don't know. Some too, when they leave here, they only came to church because as they looked at what they had to learn, they realized that even if they sit the whole day to tomorrow, I mean, they will not finish. They said, I might as well go to church because Charlie... As it says, you know, I mean, am I talking to some people? Yeah. Some people came to church because they are like, Charlie, it will just help me to forget. You see, like how I was coming on Friday. Friday, I came just saying, the Lord, let some laughter. Huh. The choristers were, the, 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 the choristers, the, the films, the film, no? Hey. Joseph actually called Mary Melly. Hey. Plus, Angel Gabriel, who is. Push your neighbor and say, may you never be depressed again in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The word of God will deliver you from your depressions. Amen. He will deliver you. You will rise up above the depression and you'll be whole. May God help us as you live here. By the time you are returning, it's another year. 
may our determination be that we will eat this word of God day after day after day. Our bodies will be healed. Our inner selves will be healed. Our spirit, our mind, our soul, our body will be cleansed and depression will stay far from us. In Jesus name. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet and just begin to pray. Talk to the Lord. Talk to him. Some of the things I've spoken about are heavy stuff. And some of it, as you hear it, even your spirit shakes. I'm talking about girls who have been raped and you're still coping with it. Remember that you could have died, but you have not died. Same with the guys. Let the word refresh you this afternoon. The God that you serve is more than able. Talk to the Lord. Talk to him this afternoon. Talk to the Lord this afternoon. And thank him for the word. Thank him for what his word is to you. Maybe you have not experienced it like that before or yet. But purpose in your heart that you are going to experience this healing word. Somebody allow the word to heal your soul. To heal you and your inner man, your inner person. To bring back life to that which was destroyed. Receive it now. Pastors, please help me. There's so many walking around the edge there. Just do something about it. Just talk to the Lord. And thank Him. In spite of it all, you are here today. Hallelujah. Where's Pastor Kofi? I need him. Talk to the Lord today. Mandolo prosima shanda. Oh yes, we are still in a Thanksgiving Sunday and thank the Lord that even when it was heavy going, you didn't disappear, you were not overcome. We're grateful, we're grateful, we're grateful.
it up. We will remember the works of your hands. And we will stop. We will stop and give you praise. For great is thy faithfulness. This is my favorite verse. It says, when we walk through. When we walk through life's deepest valley, life's darkest valley, we will look back. We will look back at all you've done, and we will shout. And we will shout. Our God is good, and He is the faithful one. Let's sing it one more time. When we walk through. When we walk through life's darkest valley, life's darkest valley, we will look back at all you have done, and all you have done, and we will shout, and we will shout. Our God is good, and He is the faithful one. He is the faithful one. Come on, sing it like a believer. We will remember. We will remember, we will remember, we will remember the words of your drama. Pick it up. We will, we will shout and give you praise for greatness. One more verse that says, I still, still remember the day, the day you saved me, the day I heard you call of my name, the day I heard you call of my name, oh you said you would help me, you said you would love, love me, me. you would never leave me, you never leave me, and I've never and been I've the same, never been the Sing it one more time. I still remember. I still remember the day you saved me. The day I heard you call out my name. Who said you love me? You never leave me. You never leave me. I've never been. I want you to remember the day that he called you. We will remember. We will remember. We will remember the works of your hands. And we will stop and give you praise. And give you praise. For great is that faithful. I want you to bow down your head this afternoon. Maybe you cannot sing that song and say that you remember the day that he saved you. And maybe it is because you have not been saved yet.
But I thank God that today is another opportunity. Today is another chance for you to give your life to Jesus. Today is another chance for you to say yes. Today is another chance to say, Lord, I hand my life over. Today is another chance to say, Lord, thank you for dying for me. I receive your sacrifice so that I don't have to die for my own sin. Today, if that is your prayer, if you are saying that you want to belong to Jesus, you want to give him your heart to him. If you cannot say that you are born again, today you want to say it. Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. You are here. You're not sure that you're born again. This is your opportunity. I want you to lift up that right hand and we're going to pray together. Just lift up your right hand. We'll pray together. You're saying, I want to be born again. God bless you. I see your hands all over. I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands all over the place. Please, just step out of where you are. Come to me, please. Come to me. Let the ushers, the pastors help you. Step out. I saw so many hands. So many hands. Just keep coming. Just come. Step out and come. If you lifted up your hand, don't be shy. Just come to me. Don't think about your friend or your enemy. Just come. It is between you and God. God bless you, brother. So many hands. I saw them. Just come. Just come. Step out quickly. Step out quickly. God bless you. Don't say that you are shy. It's not shyness. It is something that the enemy has designed so that he will take you to hell with him. Today, say no to hell. I'm not going that way. I'm not going that way. I'm receiving Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Step out. Step out. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. You too will write down today as the day that you remember. When the Lord changes your life, you say, I remember that day, the 16th of December, when I gave my life to Jesus. Keep coming. Keep coming. I'm waiting for you. You are standing in the crowd. Your heart is beating. Somebody is your last call for your life. Please, I prefer a second row. This side doesn't help me. And we will and give you praise. I'm waiting two more minutes. You are still thinking about it. There's still time. There's still time. But one day, time will be out. And none of us knows when time is out for us. Please, step out and come. Step out and come. It's just a simple prayer we're going to pray. But it's a prayer that will make all the difference. Where you will go eventually one day. One day. Step out and come. Step out and come. Step out. If your heart is racing, it's a sign to you. Okay. You know, there's one person more. I'm just trying to delay because of you. Just step out and come. How do I know the Spirit of God is witnessing it to my heart? He loves you enough to hold us all up to give you an opportunity. Please take that opportunity and come. It's just a prayer. It's just a prayer. God bless you. Just come. Just bring her all the way. Oh, Mabs, you left her. Oh, God bless you. Hallelujah. If you're standing in front here, I want you to pray this prayer. You know, there are more of you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there are more of you. How do I know? I told you I just know it inside. Just come. The friend who is laughing at you won't be there on that day. And for all you know, they'll go and pray and receive Jesus and you won't be there. Just forget about them and come. Just come. It is given, appointed unto man once to die. And then the judgment. It will call, come to all of us, I tell you. What will be your fate then? It comes to young and to old. You just want to be ready. Step out and come, please. Let's pray if you're standing here in front. You want to pray after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus. 
If you're in front, pray this after me. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. Amen. Father, I thank you for these ones who have come to give their lives to you. I pray that you will take over their lives. I pray that they will be born again and they will be saved. Watch over them. Help them. Lift them up, oh God, and let them also stand some years to come and say they remember today as the day they gave their lives to you. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Dr. Joy Philippe Bruce, and on Instagram and Twitter at FLIOGSA. God richly bless you. That's what I pray.